Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Brian Wallace here, your host. Happy to be back. We had a little bit of a break there, but happy to be back in the swing of things. And today, I am very, very happy to bring our special guest, Deepak Shukla. Deepak is the founder of the Pearl Lemon Group, currently SEO and lead generation company. He enjoys talking ranking on Google, generating leads, and building agencies, and anything fitness. Deepak, welcome to the show. How are you today? My brother, I'm good. Happy to be here. It's uh, Friday, the end of the week. It's always a good time. So yeah, feeling, feeling, feeling really good. Good stuff, my man. I know we've been looking forward to this chat for a while. I know you and I, before the show, um, we'll uh, we'll spare everybody all the technical details, but just know everybody, this has been a, a labor of love and a work in progress to make all the technology behave. And we're going to hurry through the show before we curse the technology. So thank you. Thank you, technology, for cooperating. And thanks for everybody being patient on that. So Tipak, let's have a let's just jump right into it. So yeah. I know you do some really cool stuff in the agency world, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and feelings all about really building out an agency a year. That's such an ambitious goal, and certainly not for the faint of heart. How in the heck do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a it's, it's a great question, Brian. I think that a couple of things for those who are freelancers or agency owners or are looking at other agents you know looking at building out kind of other elements to their brand so I, I i first of all i believe my assumption is that we live in the era of specialization so i think that over time specialist agencies are going to win so someone or an agency that is full service is going to struggle in the same way that if you look in the software world enterprise software let's call salesforce as being the most popularly known one are beginning to see a shift towards the world of software as a service applications that pop up everywhere to the same degree i think that that's happening in the agency world you know if i have a particular need in my case let's say i needed seo i would not think to go to a full service agency so that was a rationale behind why i'm choosing to build out an agency per year that's the first thing the second thing is that i'd never think that it's good to have a dilution of skill set so if you have your seo guys don't have your seo guys doing stuff that's also adwords or even keeping them in the same unit leads to potentially a a, a dilution of focus and therefore skill set so then with those elements in mind i run a distributed team we're remote i focused on the idea of being lean meaning that i go to hire based upon talent i don't fall foul of a very popular stereotype which is negative that people from developing economies are under talented or don't have experience i think that you can get great people anywhere in the world what that opens up is your ability to make use of basically economic inefficiencies someone who is in south africa doesn't need the same wage as someone who's in san francisco Keeping all of those things in mind, when it comes to the end user, like your audience, what are you still presenting? You're presenting the most salient and important points of your business, professionalism, subject matter expertise, and also personality. You've got to keep it fun because people get bored so quickly. One of the very reasons that I love the fact that this podcast is 15 minutes, what does that mean in real terms? I worked and continue to work really hard on building the brand. 
if you work really hard on building one particular element of your brand or you become known for one thing, you can then very quickly open up into other spaces. Look at Google. They're an obvious example of it. They started out with, of course, their search. They're really an advertising agency. I say agency organization, but then they moved into other spaces. For me, it was SEO. Building a second agency then became infinitely easier because I understood the remote model. It made hiring very, very fast and very fluid. I had the basis of a brand with Pearl Lemon. So then building what was an extension to it, but as a separate house, Pearl Lemon leads, and now looking at Pearl Lemon sales, et cetera, became that much easier. So those have been kind of the, the core components, Brian, in trying to build out ultimately an agency a year. And why the year? It's just a nice number. I like it. And it gives me enough time to build a core background in terms of our own SEO, our own lead generation strategies to build our own business and brand. And then that lends itself to building the second agency as you move from one calendar year to another. That's really interesting stuff, man. I'm going to build on some of what you said, just based on my experiences and running my agency. And I hate the word agency because I think it's misused. So when a lot of people hear the word agency, they think full service. And like you said, and I'm going to even say it stronger, I think that if you go out there and say full service agency, you're basically lying to yourself before you're, and I know that sounds maybe even heretical to some people that might be listening, but honestly, I think you're lying to yourself because you're saying, I can do everything, quote unquote, in-house and have all these specializations. How is that possible in today's world yeah. of marketing? Yeah. There's way too much to know how to do. So like you said, you do that with SEO. I do that with infographics. Yeah, so That's one thing. I think specialization really artisans, refining your craft and being the, among the best in the world at things, that's what people are going to go to. I think that a lot of just the the top level agency growth has really slowed to a crawl to single digits or negative. And a lot of them grow now through acquisitions through the specialists. So it's yeah. really how that whole world is really starting to shake out. But um, something that I think is worth some examination. So the way you look at it is you're going to take specialization A, and now that you know that the specialization works, you're going to make a lateral move and make a sister company or something like that with specialization B. I feel like the thing that we've done over the years is really, rather than go full service, go end to end. So you could say that I've pulled several strengths and harnessed them together. So for yeah. instance, we don't just do infographics, we also get the distribution, but we also do the research. So we've made like this super premium product that a lot of people can't really compete on. So yeah. I'm kind of curious, um, how do you see what I'm doing versus what you're doing? And is what I'm doing helpful to inform where you're trying to do it? Because I think that sometimes there's a little confusion if you start saying, well, we started as this and we're, we're doing this other thing, especially if you start naming and branding other things and then just all of the extra management on it. So I'm really kind of curious because maybe to the audience, it sounds like we have two different philosophies, but in thinking of it on the fly, I think we're probably thinking pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that what you're doing is is amazing. I think that definitely there is a cost that I will bear in terms of how deep can the specialization go, arguably, if I am choosing to move laterally into uh, an entirely different space, you know, lead generation is very, you know, it's, 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 just, it's not SEO. Um, so how does what you do inform what I do? What it does is it reminds me as something that I do my best and I don't always succeed at keeping a focus upon is baking into everything that you do is, is, is hiring or having someone within house who, so, who focuses solely upon innovation. I think that that's something that's a core ingredient that sometimes gets missed. So at any given time, I'll have 
ultimately a, a full-time, like Lydia, she's a full-time research-led intern whose sole purpose is to go through the latest SEO documentation, try and figure out things that the team don't know because they're too busy delivering, and then bring that to the team in terms of things that we could either try in, well, we try internally, and then we launch across actual clients once we've seen that we've got a result. And I think that there's a core component that I'm trying, and I'm not always successful at it, to, to, to bake in as I as, as as I move kind of laterally. And I should say also that my my you know my my, my end game is to be I guess a, a group kind of manager, if you will. I, I accept that in time my SEO implementation skills will decay as I focus on the overall actual growth of of the group. And to do that, I need to make sure that I have hiring I hire specialists that really do know and have their chops when it comes to any area of specialization and and try and, and grow in that way but make sure that you know what they're separate brands they're separate houses um because i think as you said that people are, are after specialists and i never you know although it's a pearl lemon group you know pearl lemon leads has entirely separate clients from pearl lemon seo who have no interest in doing seo and they have you know no no, no consideration for it now now and again, we do have some kind of cross-selling that does happen, but by and large, it's it's eighty percent separate houses. Really good stuff, man. And I totally hear where you're coming from. I think that's a, a well thought out answer. So I know before you were saying that SEO and lead generation they definitely are two different things and it's lateral, but I think that they're very complementary. They're very hand in hand. And I know when we're doing campaigns that are SEO related, uh, lead generation tends to gravitate to us like crazy and they love it. So I, I think that they they work a lot. And speaking of lead generation, I think we should spend a little bit of time as to where your lead sources come from. And I don't know about you, but not getting totally overly reliant on things and certainly just good sales knowledge comes into here too. So it's not just the agency model. I think, you know, at the beginning you mentioned freelancers. I think a lot of freelancers are subject matter experts that end up being poor because they really don't have a lot of these sales skills. Yeah. Really know how to develop it. So since you're ambitious and you're trying to do an agency a year, I know you've got some lead sources in the hopper. So Let's let's kind of gravitate the conversation towards that a bit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Brian. I think, gosh, you hit upon such an amazing point, and I want to answer what you've said head on about lead sources. I'll I'll, I'll very for thirty seconds pivot and say that sales and sales acumen is such a big thing that a lot of people in the marketing space I don't think work on enough because we get behind or get comfortable with the idea of right if I can nail a PPC campaign, a Facebook ad campaign, a cold email campaign, then that's going to guarantee my success. But ultimately, at the other side of it, if you're running a service-based model, it is going to be relationships that ultimately retain your clients and that keep you in the game. Because if you can't wow and delight your client and they don't get a fuzzy feeling when they work with you, it's you're going to get beaten out by another guy who's just as competent as you, but is just... a perhaps more skilled seller than you. So do read up and do look into sales skills. And that has been huge in making the most of the lead sources that I use, Brian. I think, sorry, were you going to say something? I'm always going to say something, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so, so the lead sources, if I take your answer, if, if I take the question correctly, we use, number one, we of course generate leads from SEO, but that took a long time. It took about a year to start consistently generating leads. We get up to about five leads a day now, which has been fantastic. Really? So that's that's what we're averaging. The SEO was our heaviest internal investment from the original campaigns that I ran. And the original campaigns were number one, going onto freelancer platforms. 
I started out on, on Upwork, won a lot of work there, started out on People Per Hour, won some work there, started out on, I think it was even Guru, won some work there. Then I transitioned into cold email campaigns, hired a lot of people, didn't really get any over with it, started running cold email campaigns myself, learned a hell of a lot, and that was that was really, really good. And then also LinkedIn. LinkedIn was big. I, I, I did the kind of commonplace ransom automation tools, combine it with the fact that I enjoy copywriting, got lucky with having a couple of posts that went viral on LinkedIn at the time where they weren't um, you know, negating people's views, got a couple million, uh, got 2.1 million views on a particular post that led to about, uh, about 120,000 pounds worth of work in kind of the, the ninth month of my agency. And that was a real big game changer for me. So those have been the, the, the places that I started from. And then as I got some relationships, then it was the relationships that bore fruit. Then it was the fact that I got on really well with maybe not even the client, but the client's web development agency that I liaised with. And then we started sharing or referring, which is currently happening more and more now. Or maybe I worked with an entrepreneur who was like, dude, I could get you several more clients if you can pay me a commission or you can you know, knock off my SEO fee. And those relationships began to be developed. So more and more now, I'm, I'm, I'm more reliant upon the relationships I have as well as our actual own inbound SEO. Well said. And the thing that I would add to everybody listening who's really maybe in a flux or on the prowl, trying to grow more, trying to build more, trying to diversify, I think that the way you should view sales if you have an agency model is think about it like farming, right? So don't get too excited about planting that one seed for one stalk of corn. You want to worry about the crop. And also, I think... Not just that. So like if you have a hot streak, if you're doing great with all these clients, what if they all go out of business and whatever, a million things could happen. So don't get too uh, lazy and complacent just because you have some stuff in the pipeline right now. You always have to future proof that and make sure that that's good. And then I think the biggest mistake that people do is they're not valuing their clients. So if they're constantly always just treating their clients like a piece of meat and they're always after the new business as opposed to respecting what they've got, they're missing a giant opportunity. And, and I think you were getting to this just in terms of where you started from in some of the probably lower paying jobs yeah. and then working your way up. I always tell people when in doubt, <laughs> charge more. So it sounds like you're definitely uh, along that yeah. ride as well. And please don't misunderstand us, everybody. We don't mean just fleece people and just charge a ridiculous amount, but know your worth and people that are skilled at things because you are hiring expertise on a narrow vertical. You, These people should be charging more because we're setting the tone of the market. And without that, I think we all fail. So. Listen, I'd love to go on and on with us forever, but like we said, we're, we've kind of hit our 15 minutes. So Deepak, it's been a pleasure. And where can everybody you. find you out there on the web? Guys, well, thank you as well, Brian. It's, it's been a really fun conversation. And if you're listening and you want to find out a little bit about me, um, you know, do Google my name, Deepak Shukla. It'll be you know in the show notes, no doubt, somewhere. If you want to find out about the, the agency, then Pearl, like a pearl necklace, second word, lemon, Google that also, and, and you can see what we're doing. So so those two places, my name or my agency's name, if, if we do our job, you should find me. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you.